Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Alexa. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm very good. You look beautiful as oh, usual. Thank you, Alexa. Catherine is so beautiful all the time. I'd, Never I'd your argue hair if I is could. Like Missy. <laughs> Good day, everyone. Uh, I guess it's not the morning as of right now. It's afternoon. So welcome to the Rebel Daily live stream. We are live from Toronto and Montreal, right? Is that where you are today, Alexa? No, I'm in Quebec. Quebec. It's why my background is different. Okay. I'm in my mommy. <laughs> You're at your mother's house. That's lovely. Yeah. That's sweet. So um, every weekday from noon uh, Eastern Standard Time to 1 p.m., we do a daily live stream where rebels react to the news of the day. Today, uh, Alexa and I are hosting, but usually we would have Nat with us today. Uh, she's just off. But um, yeah, we're live on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, Getter. And uh, do not forget to send in your chats because we will oh, yeah. read them and we'll uh, discuss them if they're interesting. And um Leave out the ones that are not interesting or rude. <laughs> Sometimes has to happen. We just keep it. Yeah, we'll just we'll just read those later. Um, yeah, so I think that's all the intro stuff I need to do. But um, at a certain point, if we get too spicy, we're gonna yeah. skedaddle off of YouTube because they have certain restrictions. Um, and Alexa and I like to get spicy, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it happens. Um, but let's just jump right into it. What's our, our first yeah. story is uh, from Blacklocks. And yeah. it's, uh, I'll read the the title here. It's um, cable and satellite TV customers in Canada should be required to pay for gay programming, a CRTC commissioner said yesterday. Um so this, so this is interesting because I don't think any programming should be mandatory to pay for personally, mm -hmm. right? Like if I don't want to pay yeah. for the CBC, I shouldn't have to pay for that. And let's see how they do without all of that mandatory money. So I definitely don't think that uh, gay programming should be mandatory yeah. either. Although I probably, I've actually thought about subscribing to OTV because I really love Drag Race, but um, that's just me. So, but but I think it's like they know that they have an increasing uh, movement on LGBTQ and gay um, waves. So I think they just say, oh, why not like make it like um, now you need to subscribe and you need to pay so mm -hmm. we get some money from it because yeah. they know that a lot of people will want to subscribe. Yeah. Well, isn't that just a funny business model where you can be like, you're paying for this. It's happening. You don't like it, but you're mm -hmm. paying for it. And it's like, no one ha no one's forced to pay for Rebel News. We survive. No. We thrive. And mm -hmm. people who like our content can subscribe and they can donate and they can buy merch and they can uh, donate to all of our various um, campaigns. But nobody is forced to pay a single cent to Rebel News. And that's how it should be. And that's how it should be for yeah. all television or network programming. Mm -hmm. And it's just so funny that they're like, yeah, like you just said, like there's this push and this wave. And it's like, that's fine if people want to sign up because mm -hmm. they're genuinely interested. Um, and in the article, it says like 3% of Canadians identify as gay, bi, or uh, lesbian, I guess. I don't yeah, but included. you have way more people who follow the wave. Yeah, I exactly. would say like people who really want to support the movement and they will be like, oh, I'm going to watch that TV or that program because yeah. it opened my the mind of maybe my children or I don't know. Or it's just fun. Like, I, I love a good gay 
like I loved did you ever watch Will and Grace maybe not because you probably like it was an English show and it was like years and years ago so maybe um you didn't watch it but it was it was about a female heterosexual female and a gay guy and they were roommates and then there was another gay friend and it was like one of my favorite shows growing up it's a great show and like you don't need to be gay to enjoy gay television like people watch Modern Family my favorite show was L Word. Like, yeah, there you go. A, yeah, a le- the the lesbian word and Trenjar and I actually look at all the series and I enjoy it and I try to rewatch it because it was just so good. Yeah, exactly. And like I've said this on um, our show, misunderstood a couple of times. Like I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I don't think it's for children. I stand by yeah. the fact that children should not be in gay nightclubs or at drag shows and I wouldn't um I knew someone who said that they watched RuPaul's Drag Race with their Mm eight-year-old son and I was like that's messed up like that is super messed up because it's highly sexual content which is why it's like it's it's you know that's a low brow humor but there's also other stuff on there that I really enjoy like there's art and there's music and there's comedy so I really enjoy the show but again no one forces me to pay for it and no one should have to pay for it if they're not interested in that content um and that's, I think, but, it. But, like the people will say, but your children is already exposed to sexuality uh, at the normal TV. Yeah, maybe it's true, but it's not because it's now normalized because it's at the main TV that I should expose children to more of that. Yeah, exactly. And I think we should walk back how much sexuality, even heterosexual sexuality, children are exposed to. Like if they want to, like, I love when people say, remember when um, there's all those pictures of gay kids at drag clubs and stuff. And then someone posted various instances of like kids with like cheerleaders or like hooters girls. And it's like, oh, so you think this is okay? And I'm like, no, like really, Mm -hmm. no, I don't think anyone with their butts and boobs out should be hanging out with children and like and like encouraging them to do that i think children should do children's stuff and that's hetero or not i think we should protect children from the sexuality that is eventually gonna trickle into their lives like it's it's gonna happen so like why force it down their throats at a young age i sound Mm -hmm. like an old person i agree you know how it is (laughs) but um on the gay topic there was a new research uh, new research came out that suggests that it's not skin contact that causes monkeypox. It's actually gay sex. So I was actually wrong about this because everything that I was reading was like, it, it's not just for, it's not just about being gay or having gay sex. It's like skin on skin contact. But apparently that is not true. According to this, um, this says an expanding cadre of experts has come to believe that sex between men itself, both anal and oral intercourse, is likely the main driver of global monkeypox transmission. Skin contact that comes with sex, these experts say, is probably much less of a risk factor. So that's like new to me because and it's also like very concerning because we've seen a lot of stories come out recently about like kids and dogs getting monkeypox. Hmm. So that's upsetting on a whole other level. Not going to touch that, but um, (laughs) (laughs) no pun intended. I don't know. What do you think of this? I will say something for me. It's just a point that I obviously see. So it's been what uh, I think it was in May, the the first uh, outbreak. I don't remember. And it was about the beginning of May, something like that. But monkeypox, it's existing since, uh, I don't know, like, I'm 
May I think it's what nineteen. Uh, it's been a while. It it's was been the a Republic, while. Uh, yeah. Republic Democratic of Congo. Okay? It's a known disease. Okay, and we keep finding new stuff about it that we are, we are not sure how the transmission was doing and how people contracted and everything. But for the coronavirus, it was pretty fast. <laughs> Everybody knew what was yeah. going on with that, but with the monkeypox, it's just like. Oh, it's been a while, but we still find some yeah. new study, you know? Yeah, that's a really good idea. That's a really good point, Alexa, because it's like all of a sudden everyone's an expert on COVID. They're like, oh, you need to stay six feet apart mm -hmm. at all times. Oh, you must wear a mask. Oh, you must do this. But it's like, this is a relatively new disease. It's a novel virus, right? That's what they're calling mm -hmm. it. And all of a sudden we have all the answers so quickly. But yeah, monkeypox yeah. mon has been around, like pox has been around for forever. Yeah since forever and we are still like learning about it. it's a really good point yeah. but it's mm -hmm. i mean hmm, i don't know if i can even hey. comment on that mm. no we can't <laughs> we can't comment <laughs> on <Later>. that <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to leave you two no <laughs> not yeah. yet not yet not yet, not yet. <laughs> we'll give them a couple more minutes mm, um yes. but yeah this is interesting and it kind of speaks to how we've talked about this i think before as well but um you know, during COVID, people were saying you you need to stay apart from each other. You have to disrupt your lives. Mm -hmm. It's for the betterment of society and to protect people from this virus. But then with monkeypox, people are saying, no, 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 that's homophobic to ask people yeah. not to go to gay sex orgies to prevent monkeypox spread. And I was one of the people that was like, if you're saying one person should disrupt their lives, then you should say mm -hmm. the same thing to the other. However, I was like, I think I said this maybe even last week, I was like, but I don't think it's a gay thing. Why don't you just tell people don't go to orgies in general, regardless of your sexuality? Yeah, exactly. But it seems that I was mistaken and that it is actually targeting, Not tar it's not targeting, but it comes, it, it is uh, transmitted through gay sex. And I don't know why I'm not a doctor, but it's like, you know, maybe we should have, maybe we should be telling people not to go to gay orgies. I don't know. I don't know. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, but you have some gay that's joined normal RG. Yes. 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 So just and don't go there. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to be judgmental. And it is a Friday, so I don't want to upset your weekend plans. But maybe don't go to orgies for the next little while, people. I feel like our viewers don't go to a lot of orgies. But no, I don't think so. <laughs> you never know. You never know. There could be people at Rebel who are going to an orgy tonight. And so they should not. I tell them now. But uh, let's take an ad break. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, folks, check out the newest arrival to the Rebel News Store. Yes, F is for Fidel and F is for father? I mean, could it be? Yes, it, half this photo, the colored half, is Justin Trudeau. The black and white half is a young Fidel Castro. Wait now, or is it vice versa? It's so confusing. I'm a huge Forensic Files fan. Wouldn't it be great if we could have a piece of Justin's DNA and a piece of Fidel's DNA and put the rumor to bed once and for all? But in the meantime, we'll just have to walk around wearing this shirt, hinting at a great Canadian conspiracy. Or is it?
In any event, if you want to get this shirt, folks, go to the Rebel News Store and check this out. Type in our new discount code that summer, S-U-M-M-E-R, and if you buy two unisex t-shirts, you get an additional one for free. What a deal. Like I said, Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro, as they used to say on the ABC detergent ads, can you tell the difference? I can't tell the difference. Adam. <laughs> I like that app. That's my favorite. <laughs> David Menzies oh, is such yeah. a treasure. He's a gem, yeah. a total gem. Mm. Um, so let's talk about pregnancy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy. This is um, our producer came up with these two articles, and it's just so f nice how they meld together and sort of contrast each other. So we'll start with Russia. Pregnancy in Russia. Let's talk about it. Russia to give 1 million rubles to women who birth 10 or more children. Wow. Or more. <laughs> 10 or more children. But I, I uh, do you know what is 1 million rubles? It's about $21,000 Canadian. I did not know that. So I will cancel my plans because I was like, I'm going to move to Russia because it makes sense financially. But now you're you're probably right. Probably not uh, I just it. I just broke your, your dream. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I was going to I was going to get busy. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Russia reinstated its mother heroin award, which includes an incentive of one million rubles this week to encourage families to have 10 or more children. Women eligible to receive the distinction must have 10 or more children with an appropriate level of care for health, education, physical, spiritual and moral development. So at least. They're trying to discourage people from just having children to get mm -hmm. money because you can't you can't possibly give that amount of care to each one if you're just doing it for the money. Like, how could you do it even even if you were doing it for good reasons? Like, that's a lot of children. Woo. I'm just wondering, do Russia is doing that for being like more populated and I have like a bigger army? Yeah, and that's like what I think and conquer, too. conquer the world. Yeah, I was like, it doesn't look good for Ukraine and it doesn't look good for anybody because they're like, because it's not only that they're trying to breed more people, but it's like a long term investment, you know? Like mm -hmm. that's if you're having children today, they, you need 18 yeah. years before they can join the army. So, whoosh, we are in for it according to mm -hmm. this. Um, yeah, it doesn't look good, but it's in a stark, stark contrast to what we see in the West, which is a complete like discouragement from people having children. And, yeah. um, with the Roe v. Wade, um, overturning that happened in the States in the spring, there's this new bizarre TikTok trend that is mm -hmm. getting men, uh, getting vasectomies on camera. And then this like, is really crazy. Yeah. Seriously, who will do that? Well, I think it's honestly to get laid, right? Like what there, <laughs> the article says it's like um, they're men are taking to TikTok to share their experience. But it's like you're not trying to share your experience. You're trying to share an experience, you know, like you exactly. you're trying to show all those woke ladies that you are uh, a woke man and that you can't get her pregnant. And it's like. All right, whatever. And vasectomies are reversible. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's just not comfortable. But, like, whatever. You want to get a vasectomy, whatever. But it's just such a weird trend. Like, I, and TikTok is a Chinese company. So I'm just thinking about all the Chinese moderators, like, laughing 
at this like the destruction of the West as they're like looking through all these videos. They're like, oh, men are having vasectomies. They're like, like while while Russia and China are probably pumping up the male population mm -hmm. as much as they can yeah. for like, I don't know why, but it's like in the West, we're not having children. It's like, is that something we really want to be advertising to the world? Is that really mm, no, I don't think so. No, no, it's not. But, and I was just thinking about that, you know, Russia, it's one of the places where they have the most land, like the country with mm -hmm. the most land. Of course, like a big part is unhabitable because it's so cold and it's a big forest and if you go to that forest you would never come back but uh, <laughs> because of the witches <laughs> yeah but if you think that if the planet they say that it's just warming up do they plan to cut that forest and just to put more house and like Maybe. have more people like china is the most populated country in the world mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. definitely Russia has the space for it. They need to breed like very hairy people with like <laughs> thick skin so they can survive. Yeah. In the, in, but yeah, that's a good point. Like if the climate is warming, as people um, say, then mm -hmm. maybe those cold, like the North Russia will be inhabitable in 20 years. And maybe yeah. they can have like a full army of young people doing push-ups and and jump ropes and all the things you do in an army. I don't. I don't really know. I don't know, no. but uh, they will probably rope. freeze up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not I, going there. <laughs> no, no. I would love to go. To, I mean, before the war, I yeah. Russia was one of the places I wanted yeah. to go because I have like Me family too. ties there. But I'm like not gonna go there now, especially as a journalist. You can uh, get locked up get as shot. a spy. Yep. So I'm not interested in that. Um, I have to wait another 20 years or so, but um, it's interesting. So here's another quote from this article. It says there are 522.5 million videos using the hashtag vasectomy. That is a lot, like 500 million videos uh, with many men filming themselves throughout the procedure and some encouraging others to do the same and attempting to dispel any information, sorry, misinformation. If this <sighs> is a, the new movement, Me Too. Yeah. But the thing is, is you can still be a creep even with a vasectomy. Like, it's like their way of showing that they're an ally to women. But it's like, first of all, it's reversible. Second of all, you can still be, like, you can still sexually assault people. So it doesn't really make you an ally. Um, but I guess it's just to stand in solidarity with women because of Roe v. Wade, which, again, whatever, do you. It's just like, it's just a weird time that we're living in when... If, if it was the whole world was doing this because the entire world was mm -hmm. overpopulated, but it's not. It's not the whole world that's overpopulated. Certain yeah, parts exactly. of the world are overpopulated and certain parts are underpopulated. And these are the places that are underpopulated. And we have these young, healthy men snipping their business. And I don't see how that's good for the future generations. Like they need, our children need teachers and and policemen and, and mothers and, and daycare. Like we need people, we need people. <laughs> Like, right? We, we actually have a lack of employee, a lack yes. of like, of so many like people everywhere. And now we just like, they, like soon it would be robot everywhere, everywhere yeah. because we don't have people. Yeah, I actually saw something on Twitter this morning that said, or it was Reddit or something. It was in Shoppers what? Drug Mart, you know, they have the um, self-checkouts. Apparently at mm -hmm. this one in London, Ontario, 
they were saying it, you can only pay with cash with the te- like with the human. If you want to use your credit or debit card, you had to. And again, this is unverified, just someone saying it. But if you wanted to use a, a card, you had to use self-checkout. And the person was like, they're literally trying to get rid of any human interaction whatsoever. And they're getting rid of jobs. And so it's like, like you just said, like we're, everyone's going to be replaced with a robot because young, mm-hmm. healthy men are getting vasectomies. Women are choosing not to have children. And mm-hmm. fine. But like if yeah. everyone does that, eventually there'll be no one left and we'll be just we'll just be robots talking to each other. And I'll I'll yeah. still be here, but I'll we'll be alone and old. Who's like we need people. Stop. But you probably see. Like, uh, I think it was uh, one of the grocery, but I think Amazon did that as well, like created shop that you just pass the door and they actually charge you for everything. They just passing the door, you pass like a scan and they scan all your produce in your basket and you just like, they charge you right away. You don't need to bring out nothing. Oh, wow. You didn't do that? You didn't see that? I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's like... you don't you don't go to a counter at all. You don't need to scan anything. They just scan your basket. That's it. But wow. Decathlon, Decathlon. I don't know if you know that brand, Decathlon. No. It's a sport uh, brand, but the, you just put your article in like a big kind of basket or box, mm-hmm. and they calculate everything for yourself. Wow. And you just pass your card and you leave. And this is already happening. Yeah. Wow. At in Quebec, we have that. Yeah. Wow, you guys are crazy over there. No, yeah. <laughs> you're either way ahead or I don't know what you're doing. But um, I mean, that's kind of, I see how it makes life more efficient. But it's like, I, I don't know. Do When you go to a store and there's self-checkout, do you use it or do you cho- choose to go to the, the person? Uh, it depends. Uh, I'm always looking at the lineup because yeah. sometimes I'm really in a hurry and uh, like the self-checkout is mostly empty but most of the time i try to uh, go to a person because first of all it's quicker and i prefer like person-to-person interaction than just myself and yeah having a robot <laughs> yeah so i use self-checkout a lot but i i don't like that i do that because i i'm sometimes i just want to avoid human interaction because mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> i'm just like in my own thoughts and i'm like i don't really want to talk to a human but i realize how wrong that is because if we all did that then yeah th- these like I've worked in service jobs. If I if I used to be a barista at Starbucks, like if I was replaced by a machine, a machine can totally make a latte. It's not hard. You just buttons and beans and sauce. And it's not impossible for a machine to do that, but it's part of the human interaction and it gives people jobs. Like I wouldn't have had a job. And I, a lot of my jobs, like I would, I was a dog walker. That can also be done by a robot, right? Like you just get a robot and you put the dogs on it and then it walks. Like we don't, it's not a good thing for us to automate everything because a, it's going to completely split yeah. the the upper but, class and the lower class, and then human interaction is completely gone. And that brings me to Meta. You know, Meta mm-hmm. that one like to create like the virtual life where yeah. you can like live your own all day at your job, everything, but virtually. Like people will go and turn on that because. They didn't have like interaction with other humans and they lost that that spirit and they will like have anxiety when they will arrive with other humans and they would just prefer to be home. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's a, a great point. Like, yeah. when people already have, oh, this is oh, this is the guy. This is uh, the guy, like yeah. uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that created like oh, like, they're having not... a birthday party online. Yeah, like because yeah. they genuinely. I mean, this is all part of like the World Economic Forum. Like, you'll have nothing and be happy. Yeah, like, and it's not. A, it's not even a conspiracy theory. It's literally what they say. No. But yeah. like. You don't have to have any friends. You don't have to be physically attractive. You don't have to have mm -hmm. your health. You don't have to have family in real life because you can just log in and, and look where look where this person's living. It's like no one can afford that in real life, living on like an ocean yeah, with, exactly. you know, palm trees and mountains in the background. It's like, so you don't, ha you, you kind of give up on your real life. And again, if everyone did that. Imagine. Like, you don't need to take care of your look. You don't yeah. need to take care of your body. You can be fat and eating whatever you want. But yeah, your apartment's looking a mess. Good. There's garbage everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But you look good. You look good. You look healthy because you create your avatar yourself. And mm. that's it. Everybody is just perfect, perfect word. Yeah. Well, I got sucked into that because I used to play. I don't know if you know this game, but there's an online video game called World of Warcraft. It's really, really popular. And I got sucked into it when I was at university. And I remember thinking, like, my character has more money than I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, way more. <laughs> and as, like, like more success, like, I spend yeah. more hours, like, worrying about her than I do with myself. And I was, like, wearing sweatpants all the time. And I was, like, I missed an exam because, well, it turned out it was canceled because of the snowstorm. Whew. But I was playing World of Warcraft and I didn't study and I didn't realize, I didn't even know what day it was. I was so into the game. And I went on my computer and was like, oh my God, it's December 10th. I have an exam today. I missed it. Like I missed the exam. Oh, but, then, but then I logged in and it was like, it happened to have been canceled because of a snowstorm. <laughs> it, it, looked, it looked cool. Like, this looks cool. Like, yeah. 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 Like the graphic and everything. Yeah. Like it, it's crazy. This like... is like a new world. When I played, they didn't, it didn't. This is definitely a new area, but yeah, this is wow. Oh, it's so fun. You have a you have like an avatar. <laughs> you want to leave me and go and I and kind play? of do, Alexa. <laughs> it's so fun. You take on quests. That's what he just did. He just picked up a quest and now he's gonna go on the map and see where the quest area is, and then he's gonna go to that area. This is a new race too, because they didn't have like they've uh, they're updating it all the time, but oh it's so fun. It's so so fun. You could really <laughs> you could really lose a year of your life to it. Yeah. Me was <laughs> Zelda on uh, Nintendo 64. Oh, wow. Which one? Uh, Zelda Lulabi, like Ocarina of Time. Oh, Ocarina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that one. Yeah. Which one's the one with the moon? Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, but the moon is both of them. But you have Majora okay. Mask, where okay. you have like the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. I just remember that one being really, really scary. It's, <laughs> that game, those games are so hard. I know they're very hard. I've never, I've never beaten one personally, but have you? I think we, uh, what? Did you ever beat Zelda? Uh, like yes. It's it? just the the fact that I didn't uh, find all uh, Scotula head, mm. like uh, the, the the kind of like uh, spider with a dead head on it. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't find all of them, but I, yeah, I passed. I passed the. That's the game. amazing! Wow, that's cool. We should game sometime. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, I think we have a it. couple of chats. Uh, oh, yay, now. let's do it. Let's do yay. chats. So, do you want to start it? Sure. 
Okay, this is from Adam Ottawa, $1. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Why is it that the mainstream media symbol of LGBT people, the drag, sorry, I'm going to read that again. Why is it that the mainstream media symbol of the LGBT, of LGBT people, the drag scene. There are so many LGBT people who are doing real good things like volunteering to feed the poor and don't take center stage. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. The drag is such yeah. a small part of what it means to be gay. Like, I don't know, cause I'm not gay, but I imagine like I've met many gay people in my life and I, most of them don't do drag. And I, again, I love drag as it's an art form, but it's not what it means to be gay. And it's yeah. just like, like, just like, when we talked about um, motherhood and like having children last week, it's like just like saying what it means to be a woman is like, oh, you have to have five kids and walk around and like, no, that's not no. what it means to be a woman either. It's like no. you that's just putting people in this silly box and it's it's insulting, especially to gay people like it, drag might drag might be offensive to you as a gay person. Some women I know find drag offensive because they think it fetishizes women and it it does. So but. As I say, like I interview Kitty Demir, that is mm-hmm. is is a drag queen, yeah. and what he was explaining is like the heart of drag queen is because in the past, woman was not allowed to perform in scenes, so men was dressing as a seductive woman mm-hmm. for the pleasure to the audience, and afterwards it began to be a heart. But most of the people who perform, they are not all gay. Some it's like just. Yeah, normal people who, who just want to do some show, and you have like hetero people that do drag show, and and it's just because it's a kind of hard stuff, you know. Yeah, and it, it's sort of weird yeah. because you know back in the day, um, people of color weren't allowed to be in plays either, and you know how they had those like offensive like white people would paint their face black and yeah. and act like a black person. It's like that's super offensive. We don't do that anymore. But drag, mm-hmm. for some reason... Has... Uh, I'm sorry. It's not what Justin Trudeau did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alexa. <laughs> yes, it is. That's exactly what Justin Trudeau did. Um, should we play this ad and then we'll get back to some more chats? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll read it. I'll read it. We're doing it. I'm yeah. going to read it. Adam Ottawa, thank you again for another dollar. Instead of exposing children to drag, why not have presentations by LGBT people who are productive in society, use real role models, and not make believable figures? Yes. Yeah. I agree. And I yeah. totally I like agree with that. that you're yeah. using LG. Oh, no. So, <laughs> actually, I was going to say, um, I don't like to use LGBT because I don't think you should throw the T in with the LGB. Like lesbian, yeah. gay, bi, that's sexuality. That's, that is a totally other thing than your identity, which is trans. Like that should be its own thing. I, I like to drop mm-hmm. the T, LGB. That's a group of people in its own. But anyways, I totally agree with you, Adam Ottawa. Thank you for your time. Yeah, now let's too. play an ad. Yeah. Is it the Rebel <laughs> News Store today? Yeah. So now we're going to so, talk about Quebec. 
Oh, yeah. Is there anyone around here who can take us through the Quebec section, Alexis? Or anyone who's like an expert on it, maybe? Like who? Me? (laughs) 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 So, um, uh, uh, is it not climate before? Oh, did I skip that? Yeah, NDP. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I guess NDP, my page NDP. didn't get printed. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's so my it's bad. the NDP yes. uh, MP wonder if we still need indoor ice rink given climate impact. But she deleted the tweet, but people were able like to see it before yeah. deleting it. <laughs> yeah. But all all this like statement is so hilarious and say, oh okay, climate change. We stop like to have ice rink. That doesn't make any sense to me. What about you? Uh, No, uh, no. (laughs) Uh, You're speaking like she's speaking to Canadians. Canadians love ice. Like, sorry. It's when we do summer Olympics, we we don't do so well. When the winter Olympics come around and there's ice involved, Canadians are among the best in the world. And it's just so, so out of touch that she would be like, what's with all the ice? Do we even need this for hockey? And I read a little bit of the article and she says like there are are alternatives. You can have synthetic ice, yada, yada. But it's Mm. like, what are we doing? Like the synthetic ice, what is that stuff made out of? I'm sure it's terrible. I'm sure it's polyethylenes and all sorts of terrible stuff made with horrible plastics that are terrible for the environment. Like coming, like, you're going to contribute to pollution by creating that synthetic stuff and having everyone get rid of their skates and have to buy new equipment. Like how about little like Timbits hockey in a small town in Ontario? Hockey is already an expensive sport to play. Now you want low income families who have scrounged up enough money to buy their kids skates. I used to get used skates when I was a kid because a, they're less expensive and B they're more comfortable because they're already broken in. So you want those people to now go out and buy brand new synthetic ice skates like it's just so stupid it's maybe she and i think she's talking more about like coming from the top down so like nhl and like olympic ice skating and like and all that stuff but it's like eventually everyone's gonna have to replace their equipment it's gonna and it's gonna take away the heart of what is canadian it's and you have to now you have to have two sets of skates because people will skate on outdoor rinks too like it's so stupid and after that, they what they will stop to create some snow. You remember when you go and uh, to do sky skiing or snowboarding? They 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 create some snow huh, when they don't have enough. Yeah, yeah. So what will we stop that as well? Will we stop everything. Yeah, so yeah. what is going on? No, yeah. it's just stupid call. Yeah, Sorry. And, and and for sure, like let we've again we talk about this all the time, but it's like how about like these politicians stop flying on their private planes everywhere. Like she's probably going from place to place in her jet being like, we need to get rid of the ice rinks. It's like, mm-hmm. we could start and with probably you, she order from Amazon yeah. as well. Yeah, she probably orders, orders tons of Chinese stuff like made by slave people and that <laughs> subject North Koreans to more like slavery and, and it's awful, and but we're gonna get rid of the ice rinks. We already got rid of the pl- everyone's favorite thing, <laughs> yeah, plastic exactly. straws, and now you can't even enjoy your Tim Hortons ice cap with a plastic straw. But we're mm. also gonna get rid of Tim Hortons ice skating and hockey. And no, I'm not for it, Alexa. I'm very against it. Me too. It. <laughs> and especially with like the second topic that come and destroy all the statement. Yeah. 
So yeah. 1,200 scientists and professionals declare there is no climate emergency. Climate emergency. Well, that's, mm. you know, yes. Again, I, I'm not a climate scientist, but I would be like, yes, I would. I am in agreement with this because I don't want to I don't want to think the world is burning. That's not mm -hmm. fun. But in the same time, what they are seeing in this article is like they want more realistic climate action. Like, uh, because what they say is they say that uh, because they are pushing to say that is the human impact. But no, they say that this is not true. This is actually not um something realistic and they say that um it's it's le the leader is from norway uh, uh is it norway well, yeah i think it's norway and um so it's a regroupment of scientists who have signed all the form about it and same in italy i think there are 40 and something scientists too uh, 40, 48 or something that did sign as well for yeah for a more realistic um um vision of what is going on because yeah it's not yeah it's 48 uh, local uh, sci science professor who have um joined the movement to say like uh what people and they say that is mostly promoted by media and um and it's it's really an interesting um article i would say that i invite people to read it um but it's kind of uh, as well technical because they use a lot of t technical words and stuff like that. So, but it's really, really interesting to see like another side of the story on the climate change. Because I remember me, I'm, I studied biology, so I had like so many courses about climate change and mm -hmm. and other that like, I I study on that. Okay, and I would say it starts really early when you go to the university that they bring you to really. Uh, do action for climate change and everything, but they don't show you all the study, you know, probably just the study that they want you to, to see. So it's just now that I realized that maybe I didn't have like the complete full information when I did my uh, baccalaureate. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it, it starts really young in, uh, in your process to study yep. and and learn, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people at, at universities are, no matter what you study, you're gonna get a very, very like narrow picture of what you're looking at because there is definitely an ideology that is being taught at university. Yeah. And I enjoyed my time at university, but I, I would, I wonder what it's like now, right? Like how different it is. Cause I was in university like 15 years ago or something, I don't know, a long time ago. But like, I, even then, they were talking about climate change and like racism and sexism and all that stuff. And sure, we should, we need to talk about everything. It's important for people yeah. to learn about the world and the history and, and where we're going. But it's like, it was always through that same lens and it wasn't even as bad as, as it is now. So I can only imagine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's it, because now media is pushing so much and government as well, because we will see in a couple of seconds, we'll show you a clip of just, just Trudeau talking again about net zero and how we will achieve that. And, net zero. Um, yeah, but what, what is the meaning of net zero for them? That will impact straight the living of everybody, depending on how they define net zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. 
So the conversations we're going to have with uh, the Chancellor will, yes, be very much about the short-term pressures they're living and how we can help where we can on that, but much more about where we need to be on the path to net zero and the fact that Canada can and will position itself as a significant energy supplier in a net zero world. For that, investing in hydrogen, investing in critical minerals, investing in, in, in different approaches like reinvesting in nuclear. These are things that are going to get us to where we need to be and these are things that we're looking at on a broad scale and working closely with partners like Germany. I believe so much that coming from a prime minister who fly with his private jet and go to Davos where they create the city just for the time of one conference, a forum, I believe you so much of what you say. <laughs> You're just a hypocrite where you will not apply that to yourself. Sorry, but this is when you, when you say something like that, at least you modify your, how you live Yeah. to be at the same level of your own world. Yes. You are leading a country. You should be careful of what you say and what you do. Absolutely. You have to be consistent in your values and your actions. And he absolutely is not. But that goes for so many politicians. And I was interested to see that he mentioned nuclear because so often mm -hmm. these lefty types are so mm -hmm. against nuclear energy. And I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to catch some heat for that because people hate nuclear so much. But it's like it is a really, really effective, clean source of energy. It It is, but the only fact is like people remember what happened like yeah. in the past uh, yeah. with uh, Russia and... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it happened in the States, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it is really clean, effective uh, source of energy, but the only thing it needs to be well made. Yes, and safe. And safe. And the problem is when people, like I was just watching the Three Mile Island documentary and what happened and I think the same thing happened um, in Russia was if if something goes wrong they're so hesitant to be honest with the community about it because they don't want it to look bad they don't want to scare people and they don't want their nuclear program to get shut down so mm -hmm. it's just like in Jaws I don't know if you've ever seen Jaws with the sharks but it's like there, there's all these shark attacks and they're like no no we can't close down the beach because it's it's um like holiday season and yeah. tourist season And more people get killed. So it's like, as long as we have people in charge who are like, okay, things are running well. Like we can't have people who are going to hide things and sweep things under the rug and take, like, it's all about cutting corners. And that's what happened in Three Mile Island. They cut all these corners and it turns out that what they were doing was super unsafe, but they didn't want to admit to it. And this one guy was like, he worked there and he was trying to uncover it and they were like threatening him and they fired yeah. him and they tried to get him arrested. And it's like, Can we just not kill people? Like we, if we're going to get behind nuclear energy, we have to at least do it properly and not, and when something goes wrong, like act quickly and tell the public about it and then don't cut corners in order to save money because you're already saving money because it's such an effective use of like a source of energy. So like, yeah. ooh, this is the problem because it's like, it, we have to be able to trust the people in charge and sometimes you can't. So that's really exactly. scary. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But anyways, Justin Trudeau's hair is growing out. 
Oh, oh, so yeah. So that's good. Woo! Ooh. It was real touch and go there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All our moods go with the air of yeah. our prime minister. <laughs> Seriously, it was real bad, you guys. Remember? Woo. Oh, yeah. All right, let's Ooh. talk about Quebec. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, my God. So... But first of all, I did like a sweeter uh, recently about the bugs again, because as you know, slowly but surely, they try, so many companies try to integrate some ingredients made from bugs, as we saw with the cricket powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it like we saw with Rooter. Rooter? Right, yeah. uh, they show like all they made butter from dead bugs. So they just like smash it, mush it, and larva butter. Tr- yeah, yeah this, mm. this is disgusting. Yummy. But. Doing that, it's actually a really great process for normalize uh, the eating insect on our diet. And if you do the changing really slowly, people will accept that way more better than if you are really radical and just say, okay, now no meat, insect. Yeah, yeah But now, right. do you, they do it, I would say sneaky. Yeah. And you see, this is a butter from like insect, insect fat, uh, fat. Like for me, I'm, I'm sorry, but I love cheese. This is my passion. I'm French, so I love cheese. I know, and I've I seen those big bread, bags okay? of cheese curds that you bring around. Yeah. They're so so I'm sorry to say to you, but uh, Starbucks uh, was using, co- uh, colorating their produce with insect. Yeah. And uh, now they, they say that they remove it, like. Yeah, but I saw that article. It was from it was from like 2012, but it was that they were getting flack. It was specifically the strawberry frappuccinos, which I've yeah. definitely had, and I did not know that they were made with bugs. I guess when you when you hear strawberry, you think it's strawberry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, exactly. It but was no, crushed it's bugs. Not. So like you see now, they they say that they are replacing crushed bug to uh, this new ingredient in the frappuccino but it's just because a lot of vegan people were like hey you say that your produce was like correct or vegan or and that this is not true like and and a lot of people were getting mad to starbucks and um so yeah so they call it cochinella um coloring so it's from cochinella like the box like with Mm. the curve like it's it's disgusting Mm. but and uh, as you know, like insect, it's one of the biggest industry, like one of the biggest farm of insect that is uh, based in France and based in Netherlands. And I found, and this is really interesting, I found in their uh, channel, YouTube channel, like uh, their main YouTube channel, um, a video where they say something about Coca-Cola. I will let you see the video, but I try to contact Coca-Cola for asking if it's true. This, in the email, they say, I will get back in 48 hours. Never get any answer back. And I wish, uh, if Oliver can put it, look at this. And he say it. And fuck back in the... Uh, All right, guys, so now man, it's time to go meet. We, we, we missed. We're going to insect, and I'm going to be putting we, insects in it was, burger. It was the beginning. Olivia, can you, can you go back a little bit? Start from the beginning and put the song. France. Why are we here? It's all about the bugs and the bug life. And a fun fact for you is that the food coloring and Coca-Cola, yeah, it's made from bugs. All right, guys, so now it's time to go meet Anais. We're going to insect, and I'm going to be putting insects in a... So, 
they they state that in their YouTube channel is one of the biggest farm insect with so many partnership with a lot of big corporation and and is as well insect it's a partner with um, is with the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is promoting insect on their own uh, forum. So I'm just then thinking, like, if they say that in their YouTube channel, it's probably true. It's why like, I tried to contact Coca-Cola, but the Coca-Cola never get back to me. Mm, that's shocking. Um, should they not be telling people this? Like, you, Coca-Cola has been around for a long time, like 80 years or something. Shouldn't we, shouldn't we like be aware of what's in it? I mean, I guess it's da it's all sorts of stuff, but it's like, that's something that, you know, people don't want to hear about mm -hmm. because you don't tell them. And that's, yeah. that's why you don't tell them because you know, they don't want to exactly. hear exactly. Oh, oh, and, and this is the fact that, um, <laughs> yeah, um, they have like a lot of insect farm that's growing a little bit everywhere. And, uh, the one that I ordered the, the insect from was next food. The name say it, next food. Um, most of the place grow their insect in Vietnam or Thailand, where it's really warm. And so it's really easy to breed uh, some insect. But the same thing is like, where is the scientist to do a study to say, is it safe or not? Because uh, we saw, I read so much article that say that kitten is not good for human. But I really want to what, see kitten? more study. Kitten, kitten is like a, in in the insect. Oh, okay, <laughs> and like we shouldn't be eating kittens. That's for sure. And I just want to see more article, like to to see all the different, all the different in between the the one that say that is good and the one that say that is not good. Mm -hmm. And so we can compare. We can do our like own. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. It, we all need to be doing our research and making choices for ourselves. If people want to eat bugs because it's better for the environment they think and it's better for their health they think that's totally like i am go for it but we should at least like you're saying have the knowledge like informed consent to know what they're trying to put in our food if they say like this is next food it has bugs in it that's cool tell me that and i can choose to eat it or not to eat it but when they hide it in your food and when it's yeah. in what's in this it's in a strawberry frappuccino you would never yeah. have in a mil I'd never, I used to work at Starbucks. Like I said, I made those all the time. I should have known at least as an employee, like, oh, by the way, like the dye is made with insects. So if someone has an insect allergy, like what if I'm like, you don't know. I, it's just so weird to just Because now you food. don't know what you consume. You don't know what is in your meal. And I think it's really important that we know what we put in our body. And it's why now I'm, I'm trying to always uh, buy raw aliment, like uh, fresh food, mm. uh, fresh fruit and vegetable. And I cook myself because I'm always saying like, would I find something that I don't want to eat in what I'm buying? Because most of the processed, processed food is, you don't know most of the time what, like sometimes they have like really comp complex like word, but mm -hmm. what is that? Can, yeah, exactly. can you explain to me? Yeah. If the ingredient list is is more than like seven things, I'm like, I'm not interested in it. It's just too many. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I, I don't want to read that much. Who has time for that? And there's all these like mellodextrins and glycom. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm not a science guy, but not interested. But I did one thing about that video I really liked is that you talked to that one girl who 
you ask people if um, they would eat bugs. And most, some of them are like, yeah, I would, I would. But then you're like, okay, here are some bugs. Would you eat them? And then that one girl's like, oh, yep. And she just ate it right there. And I was like, oh yeah. my God. So like we were talking about with Trudeau, um, being consistent, like, oh, uh, here she is. She literally, at least she's consistent in her values. Like she said yeah. she would eat a bug and then she ate it without even flinching. Like this girl, Ooh. look at her. Ah! Yeah, and, she, and look she, it, she just pops it right in. He tried to, but when it came to the fly, the big, big fly, yeah, she did it. Yeah, no, but, that's gross. <laughs> and I swear to God, they were the only two that on maybe 15 people that I did talk that day who tried. Yeah. And more than two people said they would eat bugs, right? Like they were like, well, if it's better for the environment, yada, yeah. yada. But these two are the only ones who put their money where their mouth is. So I actually really respect that. Like if she wants to eat bugs, she's actually doing it and it's kind of cool. Oh, what was that? Yeah. Oh. It was the big, the big fly with like I thought the... she didn't eat the fly. Yeah, she eat the fly. Ooh. She tried it. Yeah. Blue. yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh God, that's too much. Right. When, she, when it comes with the big like water bugs, yeah. she didn't. She yeah. was like, this is too big. Yeah. Ooh, it has to be something you can just pop in your mouth and not. You don't want it to be like two pieces. She's like, no. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but seriously, I, like, I respect her yeah. a lot. And uh, but it was it was funny to do. Um, but I, I really want to try to bring my my uh, insect in Toronto and see like the difference of the culture, and see like all the people will react. In you should do that. Uh, I'm busy that Toronto. day. I can't do that. Okay. Oh, you should come with me. Nah. <laughs> You're going to make me eat it. <laughs> Let's yes. we read some more chats. Yes. Um, okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. I don't go to our Great t-shirt idea. Don't go to RG. <laughs> that's a good one. With, like a, good with one. like a time stamp on it, too. Like from mm. 2022. That's funny, Adam. Thank you very much for another dollar, Adam Ottawa. Um, let's get to another one. Oh, or you can say, don't monkey orgy. <laughs> don't monkey around. Don't go to orgies. Um, here's <laughs> one from King7734. $1. Thank you very much. How come the Rainbow Brigade is not up in arms over sexism? What about a female drag race? Is that just bull, a bull dyke? <laughs> um, I have often dog. asked, I've often asked this question. Um, could I go on a drag show? Because if, like, there are men, gay men who go on drag who are, well, there's heterosexual men who go on drag race. And then there's also men who are transitioning to female mm -hmm. who have had surgeries to remove certain parts and add in other parts. And they look very, very female. So it's not really, like, the fantasy of being a female, like, when you're when you're surgically changing your body. So I was like, so what would stop me from being a drag queen? Eh? Yeah. These are the questions. Exactly. It seems a little sexist to me. That I can't be a drag queen. Okay. Should we do another <laughs> one? You want to read it? Uh, yes. Times. One dollar. Thank you. It's birth control no longer an option or abstinence. The word's gone crazy. Thank you. Lovely to see you both. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. Like, they have birth control. They have... But abstinence is a bit hard, but um, <laughs> I would say, like, for maybe for some people, it's, 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 it's an option, but for some, it's something else, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Um, but yeah, that's a really good, like, you can also, and people don't talk about this a lot, but Nat and I talked about it on our show, 
even without birth control and without abstinence, you can avoid getting pregnant. There are oh, only yeah. a couple days of the month when a woman can get pregnant. If you track your cycle properly and you are in touch with your body, you would know that and you can just avoid sexual intercourse on a couple days of the month and you're good. Remember in the past time they were putting, um, um, how you say it, like a temperature like yeah, yeah. Uh, in their vagina and to know like when they were ready to have a baby. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like your temperature, your basal body temperature lowers when you're about to have uh, your period and then it rises when you're ovulating. So I think that's it. So if you are, again, like in touch with your body, you can take your temperature, you can track it. I have an app. It tells me when I'm ovulating. Like you can do all these things and you can avoid getting pregnant. But it's like people you are You have so... an app? For telling you you're ovulating yeah you don't track your period on an app alexa no <laughs> i think i know a little bit my body so i true. can feel it <laughs> true i just like to know but um you know how it is but mm -hmm. there are things that you can do if you really really know your body like alexa she's very in tune you just avoid <laughs> you just avoid it <laughs> yeah no app for me for that no app she's she's organic no. on that let's read another as well five dollars thank you you want to read it you want to read it uh okay it's friday again if you're live in hamilton come join us at 6 p.m one wilson street for our rally it's fun bring a sign if you cannot make it then join us at our sunday rally at gage park 12 noon across from mcdonald we will have fun fraser Oh, that's nice. But I, I again, I'm a little bit far away. <laughs> and I have a wedding tomorrow. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Um, yeah. Here's another one. Discussions of importance to Albertans, uh, five libraries. Uh, I'll read this one. The parts of the world that are overpopulated are warm climates. The parts of the world that are underpopulated are too hot or too cold. Example, uh, most of Canada, most of Russia, most of Australia, Antarctic, Iceland, Greenland, climate change is a scam. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, probably. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Here's, here's more from our friend discussions of importance to Albertans. Another five libraries. Um, artificial ice is made of plastic. Could have guessed a single use plastics which are requ which requires o and g i don't know what that is apologies mm -hmm. of course uh is the solution that ndp people want and this is the stupidity of ndp liberals and socialists yes totally you're gonna you're gonna create so much pollution re-putting in plastic where there was ice yeah. i get water and stuff but like come on give me a break oh, these people <laughs> do you want to read the last one well, yeah, Frasbo, and I like your comment. One dollar, thank you. That's why I only drink club soda. Yeah, no <laughs> coloration. They're just safe. <laughs> yeah, it's clear. And if you're going to go to the um, Hamilton um, rally across from the McDonald's on Sunday, uh, and you're going to go to McDonald's, just know that there's bugs. There's bug coloring in the... What do they color the beef with? With bugs? Ooh, really? Ooh. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. I've, I've been this craving a Big Mac until right now. I think I'm over it. That's disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thank you for the chats, you guys. Those were good. Yeah. Uh, I think we have time yeah. for one more story. Which one do you want to do? But I would just explain really right, uh, quickly what is happening in Quebec. So um, as you know, Quebec have started... Uh, 
but I've announced that we will have a massive like vaccination campaign. And this is for protecting like the citizen and uh, Mr. Legault really want to shine, shine and say, oh, I'm there for the, the, the people. But like, it, so for some of the elderly, that would be their fifth dose and they say that it's for their protection, okay, it's fine. But in the other hand, we, we learned by TVA that more than 89, about 89 company with like Glencore are allowed to pollute Quebec to release in the atmosphere uh, more than the norm of uh, chemical produce. So Glencore is one of the big company multinational that is not even from um, Quebec that release uh, uh, now 33 times the level of arsenic in the air. And Mr. Legault did an agreement for with the big company to decrease the the um, amount of arsenic in five years to five times the level permitted. So during five years, it would, they would be above the the limit, above or beyond. Both work. Well, over over yeah. the limit, and some of the five years, it would be over five times the limit that is permitted in, in Quebec. And, and it would take how many years? And there are people there that create cancer and that, that cause uh, respiratory disease and l decrease their um, experience of life, okay? So what do we do, Mr. Lego? Are you going to sign a, a, a check of like dollars for them, like to actually destroy their life? And uh, this is another thing, okay? Mr. Lego is more mostly like, oh yeah, uh, we do good. Uh, we are there for the climate and everything. And uh, another hand, what it did, we learned recently by the Conservative Party of Quebec that Mr. Lego is using taxpayer money to do partner par partner party partisanship on the Facebook page that when we look at the federal level, this is illegal to do, okay? And he used 100,000 about that money from the taxpayer for just uh, promoting the CAC on their, their Facebook. But you need to know that during the COVID, Mr. Legault was using his Facebook to promote um, the con press conference to know like what, what will be the next, um, measure what is coming next and everything. So a lot of people did subscribe to the Facebook page because of that, because they were capable to be up to date with like the measure and what is going on with the COVID and everything. So a lot of people have subscribed, but now we're using it as a, a tool for the campaign, the next uh, election campaign. So this is the formal like letter that, that the Conservative Party of Quebec did wrote to say like, Mr. Legault, you need to reimburse the money that uh, you spend in your uh, Facebook page for doing partisanship uh, for your uh, party, or you just stop to do it. You need to stop promoting uh, anything. You stop to put like some advertising of the CAC on it, and you use it as just a page as your prime minister uh, of Quebec premier. That and 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 I think like why why it's illegal at the federal level, but we will let that being allowed in, in provincial. Like, it should be had, like, con con consequences. Yeah. But 
nobody is saying anything and nobody is doing anything for that. That's, I mean, Quebec has a lot of its own, um, like, don't they have their own constitution? So they have a lot of wiggle room in terms of legality where, like, federally Canada cannot do certain things, like privatize healthcare, but Quebec is allowed. So maybe it's something to do with that, but, or maybe there's, they're working outside the law. I don't really know, but it's awful to think that it's going to take five years just to reduce the amount of arsenic being emitted to five times more than is, like, acceptable like that's that's crazy and people are like you said are going to be breathing that in for the rest of their lives and it's going to affect them and terrible arsenic is bad like you don't have to be a a science man to know that our breathing in arsenic is bad and pumping that into the air is bad and he's like you said he's he's all about the climate and all about the people and it's like you're you're putting poison into the climate which is poisoning your people but that's fine but like who did like a a warning sheet about it saying like uh, arsenic is almost like one of the biggest threat for the health of the population and our premier same if like like a lot of people say that you should not do that but he's he's doing whatever he wants like, yeah it's so, that's, that's what it's i was gonna nothing. say he's doing whatever he wants it's it's all about politics and probably money with the contract with the big multinational because now we cannot extract our own um, we cannot extract our own oil and uh, hydrocarbon uh, because he, he he did pass the the law I think it's the law twenty one that banned any extraction in Quebec so now we we cannot be self sufficient we need to depend on big multinational. It's yeah, it's terrible. But I'm glad that you're on top of this story and you have been for some time now and you will continue to bring us all the news from Quebec because your premier is is a little kooky. <laughs> yeah, not no, the best. It just, it, it just takes some decision that you say, but that what you say doesn't follow what yeah. you do. Yeah. Yeah. So for That's me, the it's theme just not okay. of the week or the day and also the theme of every politician who's ever lived. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. we can end it there on a high note. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. But we will uh, we'll say goodbye. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in on this beautiful Friday. Um, we will be joined on Monday again with uh, Sheila Gunn-Reed and Adam Sos. I like to call him Adam Extra Sos. Extra Sos. Um, yeah, and then every Monday to Friday, you can join all the Rebels uh, for their takes on the news. And um, I won't be here next Friday, so it'll be you and Nat, because I'm getting married. Oh! Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, sorry, everybody. She's not there Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so I will, but I'll be back the week after. And uh, yeah, have a great weekend, everyone. And um, Alexa, it was always a pleasure talking to you. Always. And well, um, I'm a little bit mad you didn't invite me to your wedding. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't invite anybody. It's just family because <laughs> I wanted to get it over Aww. and done with. Not even my best friends are coming. I was just like, it's just we're just doing family in a church, and then some lamb and fish and and Cornish game hen because oh, we, that's good. Yes. Oh, no insect. No insects but- <laughs> that I know of. I will speak to the caterer. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks we'll for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Ciao. Ciao. A fundamentally flawed bill. Uh, it gets.
targets law-abiding firearms owners. And that's precisely the wrong group of people to go after. We need to go after uh, gangs with guns. We need to address the situation at the border. We need to uh, address uh, gun smuggling. And we need stiffer penalties for those who go out and commit crimes with guns. But this government actually has introduced a bill to eliminate mandatory jail times for those who go out and commit crimes with guns. So typical of liberals, soft on criminals, hard on law-abiding firearms owners. Um, is there any area of agreement that you think you could find with the Liberal Party? I think this bill uh, needs to be defeated.